Good afternoon, I'm Tom Robinson with KSOM, KS95 News. The Atlantic Police Department released its latest arrest report from October 3rd through October 8th. On October 3rd, police arrested 24-year-old Aubrey Swartz of Atlantic on a Cass County warrant for violation of probation. She was taken into custody and transported to the Cass County Jail, where she was booked and held. On October 5th, police arrested 31-year-old Tiffany Rice of Adair for simple assault and disorderly conduct. She was taken into custody, transported to the Cass County Jail, and booked in and held. On October 5th, Atlantic police arrested 29-year-old Alex Police for criminal mischief fourth degree and harassment second degree. He was taken into custody and transported to the Cass County Jail, where he was booked and held. And October 7th, Atlantic police arrested 45-year-old Rachel Boggs of Atlantic for operating while under the influence first offense. She was taken into custody and transported to the Cass County Jail, where she was booked and held. On October 7th, police arrested 31-year-old Anthony Assay of Omaha on a Cass County warrant for flight to avoid prosecution. He was taken into custody and transported to the Cass County Jail, where he was booked and held. On October 8, 32-year-old Julie Peters of Atlantic was cited into court and released for animal neglect. Montgomery County Sheriff's deputies arrested 55-year-old Roger Dean Cook of Rural Reddick on a Montgomery County bench warrant for violation of probation and an Adams County warrant for third-degree harassment. His bond for the probation violation is $1,000, and no bond has been set for the harassment charge. Well, Creston police arrested two people on Monday. Police arrested 44-year-old Brady Gale Reichert of Creston with contempt, violation of a no-contact protective order. Riker was taken to the Union County Jail, where he's being held on no bond until seen by a magistrate judge. And Creston police arrested 38-year-old Jennifer Lynn Ham of Creston for a contempt violation of no-contact protective order and also a Union County warrant for violation of a no-contact order, simple misdemeanor. Ham was taken to the Adams County Jail, where she's being held, serving mandatory court time. Well, Cass County Engineer Trent Walken provided an update on current bridge projects to the Board of Supervisors this morning. Bridge 84 over by north of Griswold is essentially the structure is done. We are hauling dirt in and uh, grading the approaches right now. Uh, we, may, we may be able to get close to finishing before the rains comes in, so probably have a couple days left there. Bridge 380 over by Anita. Should be laying steel on the deck this week. Continuing on that, we're hopefully we're looking for a pour, possibly the end of next week. Kind of see where we're at. That's kind of more their call, but it, it's coming. Bridge 319, we're pouring the east abutment this afternoon. And then we'll just have the, the west abutment to finish up. Wilkins said a box culvert project is underway on 730th Street and two more box culvert projects will start next week on 720th and 700th Streets. Meanwhile, patching is being done on G61 this week and they are hauling rock to certain areas. Well, the Pottawatomie County Board of Supervisors approved an application for use of the Pottawatomie County Courthouse for the National Adoption Day celebration. Andy Billings has a story. Judge Kathleen Kelnoski said they have been celebrating National Adoption Day at the Pottawatomie County Courthouse since at least 2009. National Adoption Day started as a grassroots effort actually in California when uh, juvenile courts realized there was a terrible backlog in getting kids from foster care 
into their permanent adoptive homes. And so one of the ways that um, they tried to rally and make permanent homes for these foster kids was to uh, go to court on a Saturday. Judge Kilnoski said they have had at least 150 kids who have been adopted into their forever families from foster care during their years of celebrating National Adoption Day. We do serve some treats and drinks to the kids. We have face painting, we have crafts and cute little activities for kids to do. We have a photographer here who takes a professional family photo of these new families and it's just a great way to advertise the need for foster families and adopted families and to celebrate these kids and their parents who have worked so hard to become forever families. The National Adoption Day celebration is Saturday, November 18th. I'm Andy Bellings reporting. And the Montgomery County Board of Supervisors kicked off the business items this morning with a public hearing on the proposed fiscal year 2023-24 budget amendment. There were no comments for or against the amendment, so the supervisors closed the hearing and went ahead and approved the amendment. Supervisor Mark Peterson outlined the appropriations for the budget. Expenditures, Veterans Affairs, $9,800, non-departmental. $370,383, total $380,183. In other business, the supervisor approved the following items under new business, claims totaling $212,179.46, recorder fees $12,587.55, sheriff's report fees of $3,861.51, treasurer's semi-annual report for the month of September, ending fund balance of $19,000,000, 272,982.10. September rural services transfer in the month of October for 424,128.26 cents. September general basic tax transfer the month of October for 32,264.74. And the approved agreement for assignment of Montgomery County tax sale of two parcels to the city of Elliott. The supervisors also set meeting dates in November for the 8th, 14th, 21st, and 28th. And their next regular meeting is scheduled for October 24th at 8.30 a.m. Well, Shelby County received funding for the State Recreational Trails Program. The Iowa Transportation Commission approved funding for seven projects. Today, Shelby County is receiving $462,868 for the Ballpark to Ballpark Shelby County Trail Phase 2. The State Recreational Trails Program was created in 1988 with the purpose of developing and maintaining recreational trails and trail-related facilities for both motorized and non-motorized trail users. This funding is available to cities, counties, state agencies, local governments, and nonprofit organizations through an annual application-based program. More news on the web at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Tom Robinson. Have a great afternoon.